The 2024 election cycle has an all-new Biggest Loser, as Ron DeSantis has officially dropped out of the race after humiliating himself for nearly an entire year straight, exposing the fact that a majority of Americans are uh, actually opposed to his more extreme ideologies, his battles against abortion, the term woke, and also, you know, his battles against multiple businesses, including his home state's largest employer. Once hailed as the potential Republican frontrunner for the 2024 election, Ron DeSantis did everything in his power to show the country just how unlikable, awkward, toothless, short, and uncharismatic he really is. Yeah, biggest loser, but definitely not the tallest loser. That's true. I love the, the Barbie... The Barbie meme of uh, taking the shoes off and then yeah. putting them flat on the ground. It's Ron DeSantis, uh, after he suspends <laughs> his campaign, just, oh. Finally. So yeah, it was almost certainly his distinct lack of riz that did him in. But it was also the fact that he allegedly wore uh, boots with lifts in them to make himself appear taller. He ate pudding with his fingers. He seemed to constantly be embarrassed or emasculated by his wife, Casey, in every appearance she made. He had literal Nazi imagery displayed in official campaign advertisements, got outsmarted by the Walt Disney Company to the point where he admitted defeat, took extreme stances on LGBTQ and women's rights, went all in on nearly every pointless culture war issue that popped up over the past year, gutted local colleges, and enacted book bans in public schools that were so strict that even Bill O'Reilly got upset with him, flew migrants across the country for political theater, fantasized about shooting people at the southern border, and so on and so on and so on. Yes. He really went for it, and boy did he eat shit in the end. Speaking of that, he remember when he pulled out that shit map? He did that too. The poop map. Yeah. Now, it, it was our best look at the worst that America has to offer, short of Donald Trump himself. And what an insane ride it was. From launching his campaign via Twitter spaces alongside Elon Musk, and that was just riddled with technical issues, to his pointless and ultimately damaging debate with California Governor Gavin Newsom, to laughing like an absolute psychopath and his general inability to act like a normal human being around average citizens. It was all there on full every, display. Every smile that this man's face was able to accomplish was clearly, you could see the amount of effort and intention behind it. Yeah. And the second he thought cameras weren't rolling, that smile would just be deleted off of his face. Mm -hmm. He just, just not, I mean, people were calling him a tune. <laughs> and I think that's like, when he did emote, it was weird. Yes. It was fucking strange. Well. The DeSantis campaign is officially no more. He's dropped out of the race and, shocker, endorsed former President Donald Trump. Which Cuck. is exactly what Gavin Newsom said he was going to do a few months back at that debate. And in a matter of weeks, Sean, he'll be endorsing Donald Trump as a nominee for the Republican Party. You really got to hand it to Gavin Newsom. God damn it. <laughs> and we put together a little clip compilation that we will play for you in a moment. It's not little, actually. There's a lot of clips yeah. of this guy that went we're, viral we're, over the past eight or nine months. We're pulling the 32-inch CRT into the classroom, <laughs> yeah. kids. It's a rainy day here yeah, in LA. It so, is rainy. So settle in, kids. But first, here's the official news about his departure from the campaign from the Associated Press. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis suspended his Republican presidential campaign on Sunday, ending his 2024 White House bid just before the New Hampshire primary, while endorsing his bitter rival, Donald Trump. The decision leaves Trump and former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley as the last major candidates remaining in the race ahead of Tuesday's New Hampshire primary. This is the scenario Trump's foes in the GOP have long sought. 
raising the stakes for this week's contest as the party's last chance to stop the former president who has so far dominated the race. But as some Trump critics cheered, DeSantis nodded towards Trump's primary dominance and attacked Haley in an exit video he posted on social media. And about that exit video, which in and of itself is funny because DeSantis both launched and killed his campaign on the platform formerly known as he Twitter. He started on Spaces and he ended on X videos. <laughs> what a journey it's been. Uh, in the tweet alongside the video, DeSantis posted the following as an attempt to sound inspirational amidst defeat. <laughs> Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And he attributed that to Winston Churchill. Except Churchill never said that, and has, as many people pointed out, the quote is actually refuted by the International Churchill Society, who writes, We can find no attribution for either one of these, and you will find that they are broadly attributed to Winston Churchill. They are found nowhere in his canon, however. An almost equal number of sources found online credit these sayings to Abraham Lincoln, but we have found none that provides any attribution in the Lincoln archives. So yeah, not only is it not a Churchill quote, it's also frequently and inaccurately attributed to Lincoln as well. But what's even better is the fact that a, the quote appears to have originated in an old advertisement for Budweiser. Hmm, Budweiser, that sounds familiar. Uh -huh. That's right, it's the very company that DeSantis spent months waging war against because they gave one influencer one promotional can of beer for one TikTok video. Mm -hmm. The ad that the quote, the Churchill quote is from, it appears to be from the 1930s and includes the lines that DeSantis used exactly as he used them in his exit video. So, poetry. Yeah. Yeah, also he was like launching an investigation into Bud Light at some point. Like, w he went <sighs> so far beyond like, he was listening to all the wrong people. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it, he's <laughs> no, always- No, woke stuff's working, sir. Keep saying the word woke. This is, I mean, like, say what you will about Trump. Trump isn't sitting on Twitter and, well, he's, he's sitting on Trump's or Truth Social. But even then, like, he's not desperately scrolling, and his staff isn't either. Like, Ron, it was always just so obvious that he was just like, "What's Cat Turd talking about?" Okay, well, Cat Turd's talking to Tucker Carlson. Who right. debuted today? He he won, and he dressed exactly like Elon Musk at the border. Yeah, yeah. cowboy Cat Turd. Mm -hmm. Anyway, with all that out of the way, let's just give ourselves and everyone a moment to reflect on the absolute buffoonery that was Ron DeSantis's no good, very bad campaign year. Enjoy. That was nice. How much is that worth? Uh, <laughs> okay, don't back down. The way to pronounce my last name, winner. Oh, what is that? Nicey? Yeah, that's probably a lot of sugar, huh? Good to see you. <laughs> All right, 4-H, Wayne County. When he when he hits me with the with the uh, juvenile insults, I think that helps me. I don't think voters like that. I think they look at it and they realize, like, you know what? That's not effective, and so I don't think it's effective, so I actually don't mind it at all. Your campaign said uh, the other day that the knives are out for you at that debate. I gotta ask you about that, plus I gotta ask you, I know it's not your campaign, but never back down, put out a, a memo. You have to ask, why are you trying to politicize the weather? Every booster you take, you're more likely to get COVID as a result of it. You're gonna be back in New Hampshire Sunday night, will you be there? 
What's wrong with Amanda Gorman's not and the poetry? 1,406 1, books <laughs> have been banned on your banning binge in the state of Florida. As it relates to parental rights, come on, California, it's in our constitution, parental engagement. And as your president, I will not let you down. God bless you. Governor DeSantis, thank you. But somehow you can chop off their private parts? Give me a break. So because the woke represents a war on truth, uh, we have no other recourse but to wage a war on woke. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. My wife and I, we got married at Walt Disney World, okay? So we're going to be launching an inquiry uh, about Bud Light and InBev, and it could be something that leads to a derivative lawsuit uh, filed on behalf of the shareholders of the Florida uh, Pension Fund. And we are not going to let a bunch of rich men north of Richmond spend us into oblivion any longer. When I am president, we are going to shoot them stone cold dead. I can promise you this, in my White House, there will be no cocaine allowed in the White House. Florida students and teachers will never be forced to declare pronouns in school or be forced to use pronouns. The media was against us. They were writing our obituary months ago. Everyone against us, we've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. If you look at, at, at Iowa, um, you know, we did it right. You know, got great response. But we you went didn't, to all you didn't 99 win a single counties. county, and, right? I mean, in 99 counties, you didn't win a single well, one. You visited the them all, to your credit, but you didn't win a single one. Governor DeSantis, I want to present to you this participation trophy. You can be the most worthless Republican in America, but if you kiss the ring, he'll say you're wonderful. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. And for his part, Trump has announced that he will no longer call Governor DeSantis Ron DeSanctimonious. Will I be using the name Ron DeSanctimonious? I said, that name is officially retired. <laughs> retired. But what about Meatball Ron? What about Pudding Ron? Those are still in play, yeah, probably, yeah, you yeah. would assume. You gotta Especially, keep them in the chamber. They're apparently still going at it because, uh, I haven't looked fully into this, but apparently Trump is trying to get taxpayer funds to help with uh, campaign and uh, his court cases. And Ron apparently posted something like, well, that's not gonna happen. So there, I'm sure there's gonna be a response for that. DeSanctimonious might be back on the table after that. So we'll wait and see. Very exciting stuff. But uh, it's just a huge circus. And while we're on the topic of this haunting reality of another election year, we regret to inform you that the AI powered deep fake political ads have already started. And we can only assume it's going to get worse from here. On Monday of this week, NBC News reported on a robocall that was being sent out to voters in New Hampshire ahead of the state's presidential primary on Tuesday. In the robocall, a somewhat believable sounding AI version of Joe Biden instructs people not to vote in the primary. Here's what the recipients heard. We know the value of voting Democratic when our votes count. It's important that you save your vote for the November election. Voting this Tuesday only enables the Republicans in their quest to elect Donald Trump again. Your vote makes a difference in November, not this Tuesday. And here's their article with more information and a r official response. 
The New Hampshire Attorney General's office says it is investigating what appears to be an unlawful attempt at voter suppression after NBC News reported on a robocall impersonating President Joe Biden that told recipients not to vote in Tuesday's presidential primary. Although the voice in the robocall sounds like the voice of President Biden, this message appears to be artificially generated based on initial indications, the Attorney General's office said in a statement. These messages appear to be an unlawful attempt to disrupt the New Hampshire presidential primary election and to suppress New Hampshire voters. New Hampshire voters should disregard the content of this message entirely. What a bunch of malarkey, the robocall phone message begins, echoing a favorite term Biden has uttered before. What was the point of this, though? Like, what was the goal? So, yeah, it, it doesn't really matter all that much if people do or do not write in Joe Biden's name in the New Hampshire primary. He's not on the ballot anyway, but officials launched a write-in campaign to show support, I guess. It, it's very strange that this would happen, but it does provide a preview of what we can only assume will be a considerable amount of AI-generated misinformation, disinformation, and attempts at voter suppression leading up to Election Day in November. How do we know that wasn't Joe Biden personally calling up each of those phones in New Hampshire? I got a lot of time, Jack. Uh, yeah, we literally saw this in the last election thanks to Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman. But with AI supercharging everything and making it extremely easy for people to take advantage of this, there's no telling what kind of shady shit will be rolling out. So yes, it's important to be as vigilant as possible and maybe go ahead and just remind your parents not to be so gullible all the time. Yeah. Hey, if you get a call from Joe Biden, probably not him. They, they are the most at risk because they're the last generation willing to just answer a phone call from an unknown number. Ooh, someone's calling. Who could this be? Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, dad, grandpa, 90% chance it's someone trying to uh, lower your energy bills by selling you, ripping you off with some solar scam. Uh, selling you a, a reverse mortgage reverse on your house. Reverse mortgage, uh, offering to buy your house and so do Hello, not take the this deal. this is Tom Selleck, your favorite actor. <laughs> Have you thought about doing a reverse mortgage? But look, while we're on the topic briefly of the dynamic duo of Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman, here's a little update for oh. you. According to Washington Post reporter Will Sommer, Lawyer and wall pal Jack Berkman was at last suspended from the DC bar last month. Whoa. Now that the bar is finally interested in their long running antics. The last straw, Berkman's guilty plea in a voter suppression robocall case with wall. Wow, the bar really is pretty low. If, if this, man, Boom! this man was like technically allowed to practice law this entire time. Yeah. Hasn't he been in fucking jail? Look, he pled guilty, so I guess we gotta do it to him. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to some uplifting news. On the most recent episode of Weekly Weird News, we briefly mentioned the fact that local Food Not Bombs organizations around the country are routinely harassed and sometimes arrested or fined for simply handing out food to the hungry. Because this country fucking mm -hmm. hates the homeless and wants them to die. Well, one such case is currently playing out in Houston, Texas, but luckily, honestly, this warms my heart. Yeah. You know, uh, you, we overused it for many years, we millennials, but, uh, you know, faith in humanity somewhat restored. Yeah, especially in Houston, Texas. Because uh, they're trying to prosecute these food not bombs people, but they can't find enough locals who are willing to even sit through the trial because they appear to be morally opposed to the charges. They cannot find 12 people to sit on a fucking jury willing <laughs> to even entertain the idea that laws were broken. The Houston Chronicle is reporting that the Food Not Bombs trial has been rescheduled after too many jurors objected to the $500 fine for feeding the homeless. Fifteen Houstonians called for jury duty filed into a courtroom Thursday afternoon. 
Three of the 15 would be selected to decide the outcome of a case alleging that a woman had violated Houston law by feeding the homeless without the city's permission. Roughly an hour later, the jury pool filed back out, all 15 of them. <laughs> the lawyers had been unable to fill an unbiased jury. Too many of the potential jurors said that even if the defendant, Elisa Meadows, was guilty, they were unwilling to issue the $500 fine a city attorney was seeking, said Ren Radu, Meadows' attorney. The busted jury panel illuminates the potential difficulties the city could face in enforcing its controversial law through a jury of peers. Roughly 90 tickets have been issued since March to volunteers with the loosely organized Food Not Bombs, which serves meals to people in need near Central Library. The city has yet to win a single case. You love to see it, but you know what I'd love even more? If they weren't uh, spending God knows how much money paying and time and judges effort, and yep. prosecutors and legal clerks to even entertain this. Imagine if that money were used for, I don't know, literally anything else, but specifically, I don't know, feeding the fucking homeless. Yeah. You ghouls. You fucking ghouls. But yeah, this story, it's obviously a wonderful response from the community. It, it would be better if these types of cases weren't wasting everyone's time at all. But regardless, now seems like a great time to promote that organization. So if you'd like to find out more or volunteer or even donate to your local Food Not Bombs, you can head to foodnotbombs.net or click the link that we will leave down in the location below. Mm -hmm. They have a handy location page where you can find the closest local chapter near you if you'd like to lend a hand cooking or serving food to people in need. It's a good organization. Yeah. And you might even get arrested and get yeah. a cool mugshot. Yeah, I mean, there. <laughs> it's a pretty cool reason to uh, yeah. get a mugshot. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually put that on your resume. You could. Yeah. It's a badge of pride. Mm-hmm. All right, now it's time for some uh, some updates to the dumber stories that we've been covering recently. And let's start out with an update on the Mr. Beast X videos stuff. Mr. Beast has posted to X videos. That's a true statement. And not not only for his fans. <laughs> for everyone. everyone. Uh, so if you somehow missed what happened, just go watch our video from last week. But basically, Mr. Beast decided to test the monetization waters over on Twitter by uploading a four-month-old video to the platform in order to see how it would perform. Literally everyone knew that it was going to get juiced, probably by Musk himself. And this is after months of Elon just begging, begging him yeah. constantly. And that does appear to be the case because the video garnered hundreds of millions of views in just a few short days. And also, apparently, that was due in, at least in part to the video being run as an unmarked, undisclosed Illegal. advertisement. <laughs> you would assume, if anyone wants to look into that, yeah. Uh, because yeah, there's multiple people uh, and even other people testing it and if you clicked on it, it would show, why am I seeing this ad? People were going directly to their yeah. followers page and not following him and still seeing it multiple times in their feed. Um, yeah. And, of course, we all we already went over this. Impressions, views, doesn't matter. If you scroll past this video, it counted as a view. Um, also, they were running ads on his video. Yeah, they were running, under it. They were and, running his video as an ad and then running ads on top of that ad. on Like, like triple dipping. Yeah. So anyway, Mr. Beast, he did promise to show off the results of monetization, and he followed through on that promise while also, <laughs> I love this, while also admitting that the results do seem skewed in his favor, yeah. which is hilarious because that statement makes it incredibly awkward for Musk to promote, retweet, or comment on it, because if he uses it to show off how well things perform and monetize, he has to include the tweet itself, where Mr. Beast states that the whole thing seems a bit juiced. <laughs> yeah. Also, all the replies to Mr. Beast's uh, tweet are just fucking shitty blue check grifters being like, He's stealing so my money. So that's why I didn't get paid this month. Yep. Anyway, here you go alongside the results themselves. 
my first X video. <laughs> <laughs> I love that even he said it. Yeah. Like this is this is the changing of the tide for Mr. Beast for me. Like, yeah, he's done some like weird shit. He's done some really good shit. Like, this is actually funny. I I have no real like moral opinion on him. I find him fascinating, and I also yes. find it kind of sad. He seems to like. I, there was that report like a few months ago where like. They a reporter like embedded with him, and I'm like, this guy's life seems like a fucking prison of his own design. Yeah, it's like, like it's like he hadn't been outside in like a week because he was with like all of that wealth and popularity. It seems like a really isolating yeah, existence. It just like, you, I mean, having that money would be cool, but you see, I'm like, no, this sounds like a really depressing way to spend your fucking twenties. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> my first X video <laughs> made over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but it's a bit of a facade. Advertisers saw the attention it was getting and bought ads on my video, I think, and thus my revenue per view is probably higher than what you'd experience. <laughs> yeah, and that's true. Uh, the, someone did the math on the CPM, and it is like way higher than what you would get on any platform. But so. also still lower than what he would have gotten on YouTube. Yeah, like quite yeah. a bit lower. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is awesome because it almost—it's almost certainly true that Musk's platform or Musk himself helped get this video to where it is in regards to views and income for Jimmy. And despite the money and effort that that cost, Jimmy calls it what it is, a facade. A facade. <laughs> With a more detailed breakdown on all of this, here's Matt Binder at Mashable. A monetization tab becomes accessible for a user approved for ad share revenue, showing that user how much they've made every two weeks, or when they've accumulated enough ad share revenue for a payout. Nothing in Mr. Beast's screenshot looks like the monetization tab. Mr. Beast's screenshot looks much more like X's analytics page. Yet, the vast majority of users do not have a revenue tab on their analytics page like Mr. Beast does. Pre-roll video ads ran on Mr. Beast's video, which means that the creator is part of X's Amplify program. Amplify allows very select users, usually big brand accounts, to get paid for the pre-roll video ads that appear before their video content. Mr. Beast's quarter of a million dollar payout from X is based on X's Amplify pre-roll ads monetization, an invite-only program that, according to X, only has 200-plus publishers. And also predates Elon. Yes, by a long time. And there were more, way more people that were involved in it before Musk took over. I, yeah, I, apparently there's like he a whittled couple, it way down. I mean, a few professional gamers. This was big uh, in the gaming space. Yeah, yeah, like it plays a little ad before. Yeah. That was uh, when, when Twitter gaming was a thing. Yeah. yeah, so I guess there's still people left over. But yeah, this is not even the same kind of monetization. Mm-hmm that uh, any normal person would really ever get. No. So while we're not sure if Mr. Beast will keep uploading directly to X videos, <laughs> it's, it's a substantial amount of money and it's absolutely pissing off some of Musk's power users who have been publicly complaining about this level of compensation while their own payouts have almost entirely dried up after the initial launch of Twitter's premium monetization program. What Elon! Elon! I have a complaint to management. I'd like to speak to the manager of Twitter. Elon! Although it's not exactly the same system, many of the ship posters that happily promote or provide $8 a month to, to Musk, they're furious that Mr. Beast has made a life-changing amount of money in less than a week, while their video views and payouts have basically fallen off a cliff. Elon, where's my money? People literally being like, I'm being censored because I'm not getting paid. Cancel culture strikes again. You've been canceled by Elon, Elon Musk. Elon Musk has gone woke. Mm -hmm. Uh, for his part, Mr. Beast is once again giving away his revenue to random people that he'll pick out from his list of Twitter followers. By the way, that tweet looks like a scam ad. I know that it's the real Mr. Beast account and everything, but you, I opened it up and I was like, this feels like a response to an actual Mr. Beast. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. tweet. Yeah. Like someone changed one letter to look similar. I'm giving my followers, I'm going to pick a few people to give $25,000 to. It's literally written like an old I mean, Facebook that, boomer scam. I mean, that will probably now become a new scam format. Absolutely. Now that we've seen it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you feel like begging, uh, go hit up Mr. Beast for some money. Yeah. Hey, who cares? Yeah. All in all, we kind of have to hand it to little Jimmy. He took money from Musk and his company while providing no extra work aside from what was already created. Clearly noted that the whole thing was a facade and pissed off a bunch of Musk fanboys who were shitposting their asses off for diminishing returns. So you really got to hand it to Mr. Yeah, Beast. I, this might be my favorite social experiment of his. <laughs> yeah. But in other news, the Stanley Cup Kohler Quencher, whatever, the fucking Stanley thing, thats it's a big sippy cup. That thing has taken the world by storm, and it has made the news once again after a woman was busted with around $2,500 worth of stolen Stanley merchandise in her car. And uh, okay. we, can, we can only assume that these were all for personal use. Yeah, I need I, I don't have a dishwasher. Because <laughs> how could someone even think about reselling such valuable items? This is like if someone was busted with a gigantic bag of Beanie Babies in the 90s. Yeah. Officer, there's no fucking way I'm selling these. At least not now. I'm a collector. I have to wait for these to appreciate. that These, these Stanley whatevers, they're going to be putting my kids through college. It is interesting that, like, at least with Beanie Babies, there was, like, the promise of it being an investment with the Stanley Cup, There wasn't a promise. That was an assumed thing. Right, but that's and, why and people were doing it. Yes. They thought it was an investment. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem to be the case with the Stanley Cups because people just want a cup that other people don't have. Well, because, that's what makes them valuable. Because if they show up to work with a cup that isn't Stanley Cup, people are going to be like... Just like that kid at school. Yeah. What are you, poor? Yeah, well, uh-huh. nice wow. cup, jackass. It's the same. It's the same thing as like... It's not the same thing, but it's like Pokemon cards or like those like Disney World and Disneyland exclusive shits and just everything. Anything that's like a limited kind of run is going to have speculators and all this shit. Anyways, this lady just fucking lifted $2,500 worth of these things. That seems like how many cups is that? Well, what are they like 50 bucks each or something? I I don't don't know. know. (laughs) No idea. They I, I would assume they're like 50 bucks. Uh, so, I mean, it's not even, the picture, it looks like a lot, but in the grand scheme of things, I've seen pictures of people with this many in their house. All right. Uh, yes, so I'd assume personal use, but who knows? Probably going to sell <laughs> these things on the black Stanley market, uh, yeah. market Stanley Cup market. Um, yes, but uh, these were obviously just going to fill out the, the Stanley Shrine in her home office. Are people selling Stanleys on uh, StockX yet? Probably. They're definitely on <laughs> eBay. Yeah. Uh, anyways, unfortunately, the items, they weren't, they were stolen regardless of how she was going to use them. And they are now evidence yeah. in, in possession. They're down in the evidence locker. The cops are using it to, like, uh, when someone needs to piss. Yeah. Here, use this. Yeah. They're cutting a few out for friends. Like, uh-huh. don't tell anybody I got you this. Oh, I'm sure they we got a, We got bins of Stanleys down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're in possession of the Roseville, California Police Department, who just, like, the, the photo is... It's insane. It, they displayed them all over their cars like it was a fucking drug bust. Like just all standing behind. <laughs> it's not like that, but it, it, it without the cops standing there proudly, it is exactly that. It's my favorite genre of like police social media is just like, hey, this fucking half a gram of weed that we got off a teenager, let's all like pose behind it. We ruined someone's <laughs> life today. How about yeah. you? <laughs> it's like a tiny just like sandwich baggie of weed and like three three whole U.S. dollars. <laughs> that was like the. Uh, <laughs> 
I, I know I've told it before, but when I got uh, attempted to get busted at a music festival, I didn't even have anything on me, but a dog, I, I pet a dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. the dog, like, he's like, the dog has signified that you might have drugs mm -hmm. on you. So I had to go into the holding cell, get naked and all that. Uh, but the guy next to me that was sitting and waiting to be processed, just like probably 70 years old and had the smallest, most pathetic bag of weed in his hand. And he was so sad. And this is in England, so it's like way oh, serious. Oh, yeah. And also, I just got naked because I was like, I don't even know what the fucking rules are here. <laughs> just take a look. I, <laughs> Nothing I, I literally there. had to do that. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyways, the sad old man, it was like, it was so fucking sad. He's sitting there with just like the, the nastiest dirt weed and like less than an eighth of it. And it just... Anyways, the the display is quite it's it's amazing. It's it's a wonderful image that will absolutely go down in history as an example of the insanity that played out in early 2024. Here's the Daily Beast with more. A Northern California woman's Stanley Cup shopping spree ended in arrest for over $2500 worth of allegedly stolen merchandise. According to police, the 23-year-old walked out of a store in Roseville near Sacramento, pushing a shopping cart loaded down with Stanleys. Hold on, I have to stop right here because are these limited or are they not? Because how did she walk out with $2,500 worth of what you would assume was yeah, in-stock merchandise? Yeah, these weren't the like pink Valentine's ones. These are just the normal ones. <laughs> Let her go. Who cares? Nobody even wants these things. Yeah, okay, so that's like... If she just pulled them off the shelf, like, I, I don't believe there's any sort of shortage of just the normal ones. What was the plan here? I don't know. Anyway, pushing a shopping cart loaded down with Stanleys, the trendy stainless steel cups touted by influencers on social media. The woman allegedly ignored staff who tried to intervene and proceeded to stuff the Stanleys in her car, but was later apprehended in a traffic stop by responding officers. While Stanley quenchers are all the rage, we strongly advise against turning to crime to fulfill your hydration habits, police wrote in a Facebook post. Boo! The woman is accused of stealing 65 Stanleys. There you go. They can be seen lining the hood of a Roseville police car and filling the suspect's trunk and passenger side footbed in attached Facebook photos. This is so stupid. I, uh, it's, it's really something. But yeah, if it's not limited, like there are so much, like if you're going to steal for the purposes of just reselling a product that has no, uh, There's way like, greater value out smaller, there for Smaller, you want, you want small. Go, to, go get trading cards. Yeah, steal a, ba a box of Pokemon. Don't Liter do any of this, but like, this, if, if that's what just what you're doing, if you're just flipping stuff, like if you're shoplifting so you can sell shit on eBay, like giant fucking stainless steel cups yeah. seems like the dumbest thing to possibly yes. do that with. I agree. Uh, also, like on the other side of this, like, that is what happened in 2019-2020 with, like, Pokemon, Magic yeah. the Gathering, and baseball and football cards. I remember, like, my local Target had to put a sign up that was like, we are no longer stocking these items because of fights breaking out. Damn. And there was footage of people fighting over, the, they would bring them out at, like, 9 a.m. whenever Target opens. And it was the same thing, but with yeah. a bunch of, like, weird old guys. So, but much more compact, you know. Yeah. You have a lot more value in the smaller package. You know what you should steal? Collectible spoons. Decorative spoons. <laughs> They're back, baby. Yeah. Uh, also, tulips or what? What is it? What's the... Tulips, yeah. yeah. Tulips. You're going to want... You're going to want so many tulips. You, you go, everyone's going to be like, hey, let's see your tulips. And if you don't have tulips, they're going to be like, poor. Yeah. And don't you dare show up to school with a knockoff cabbage patch kid. Mm-mm. Anyway, Ugh. finally today, if we can actually show it, um, here is a fire truck losing control on icy roads in a residential neighborhood. 
it's just like the alternate angle is wonderful. Yeah, it's the rules of laws of physics just stop applying. It's it's so much cooler that it starts it's a clipping through the map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like a video game clip. Yeah, I still like I don't understand like how did this happen? Like the entire fucking thing pivots. I, I, I think it really just they locked the brakes and it started sliding and once momentum's going, that's it. Well. It just does whatever. Put some Tony Hawk music over it, you got yourself a meme. Uh, th this did remind me, because people were like, love seeing cars sliding on uh, videos, but it reminded me of one of the greatest viral videos. Is that the one in, uh, was it Seattle, or? What? The one where all the cars are just like... Oh, yeah. Have you seen the one where the guy's like slipping out of the way of all the cars on the highway? No. That's intense, won't show that. But there's another video that was viral years ago, where a guy is just sitting in his car, like waiting to pick up his kid from school, and there's a like a ice on the sidewalk, and he's just laughing as every single kid slips and falls. He's like uncontrollably <laughs> laughing at every child who is like uh, getting a violent core memory yeah, yeah. served to them. Yeah, well, they're learning lessons, and those you can't put a price on lessons. Yeah, sometimes you can't see ice, and you will slip and get hurt on it. So anyway, yeah, cold winter. Uh, we're gonna see a lot more cars uh, doing things just. I have no control over this vehicle. Stay safe out there. Yeah, but uh, uh, that's any, that's yeah. it. That's the video. Make, Make sure you get, give this video a like. Hit the like button. We're going to wait again. Come on. Scroll up. Okay, hit the button. There you go. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Also, we have two new videos over here. If you want an update on Sir Arthur Knight, we got that and more over on Weekly Weird News. And if you yeah. want the whole story about Mr. Beast uh, pivoting to X videos, we also have that in a more recent episode as well. So watch those, and we'll be back with some tech news soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.